Hi, I'm George Stalker, and this is Last Week in .NET for the week ending 29 May 2021. So, build happened last week. This email newsletter and its corresponding podcast are shockingly late for reasons that you probably don't care about, but have messed up my entire week. Mea culpa. .NET 6 Preview 4 is out, and it contains a metric ton of bug fixes and new Docker images for your testing pleasure. Seriously, there are far too many things to list here. Thankfully, though, Microsoft has a nice blog post detailing what's in it. I will talk about some of these updates uh, subsequently. In .NET 6 Preview 4, there is now a date-only and time-only struct, which does, of course, what it says on the tin. This greatly simplifies my own code that tries to handle date-only and time-only, so I'm pretty happy this is here. Announcing! Maui Preview 4, which I can only assume was released with .NET 6 Preview 4 because otherwise there'd be two names, things named Preview 4 that track different releases and no self-respecting company would ever do that. Right? Right? Visual Studio 16.10 has been re released and apropos of nothing, Visual Studio has multiple version numbers for a given year version. There's 16.10, there's 16.9, there's 16.8. Confused yet? Me too. Now 16.10 adds new productivity enhancements, Docker, and features for Git. Of note is they finally added a, remu a remove unused references command, which assumes parity with Resharper from 2016. Guinea Kehi shows you how to write platform-specific code for MAUI and uses GIFs as a teaching tool. I will say this again. GIFs are magic. A video from Build titled .NET 6 Deep Dive, What's New and What's Coming is the headline, and I categorically refuse to make the easy joke about the headline. If the punchline does not pop in your head, God bless you. Azure Application Service Feature List in a Tweet. Special thanks to Jimmy Sinclair, that's at Sinclairinator, for the screen grab. Microsoft and Qualcomm te team up to create a Windows on ARM 64 developer PC. So the story here is that Microsoft is releasing a PC that is lower priced than their Surface X, which is at $999, to encourage development on Windows. I say this as I typed up the newsletter on a Mac, possibly the most expensive development machine to ever hit mass market usage. Of On a lighter note, uh, you could think of the Qualcomm machine as a Windows Mini. The Windows Procmon tool has been reimagined for Linux. Now, what has the world come to that we can credibly say that Microsoft is trying to provide a good Linux experience? What do you mean, George? Well, Microsoft's support for Linux GUI apps on Windows 10 is coming later this year. I'm not sure if this is a tacit admission that Microsoft lost the hearts and minds of developers, or an admission that Linux lost the desktop war. In news that will only shock managers, developer days are interrupted by meetings, a GitHub study finds. They interviewed developers and found out when and how they were most productive, and it was when there were few meetings and long stretches of open times. This is my shocked voice. Richard Lander who's a PM on the .NET team, 
has a conversation with members of the Ready to Run team about Ready to Run. This Q&A dives into what Ready to Run is, spoiler, it's code that is ready to run anywhere without jitting, and how it's different from other tools like Engine. For all five of you that use F-Sharp, there are F-Sharp and F-Sharp Tools updates for Visual Studio 16.10. Features include better interop between F-Sharp and C-Sharp projects, fixes and improvements on refactoring, and other sundries. Brian Hogan blogs about GitHub Actions with .NET, and this is part one, which is Hello World and documenting the artifact. And in what I hope becomes the norm, the full source code for this is also linked from the blog post. This is good. More of this, please. Would you like a nice recap of what happened at Build Day 1? The poorly named but fun-filled session named Microsoft into focus with Scott Guthrie, Scott Hanselman, Rajesh Jha, and Kevin Scott is available for your viewing. They left poor Filsha Shah, I apologize if I butchered that, off the title for reasons passing understanding, even though she's listed as one of the speakers for the talk. Wingit hits 1.0 after more than a year of sucker-punching AppGet with being announced at Build 2020. Now Wingit is out, and it's 1.0. Uh, even though it's 1.0, it will be available soon on Windows 10, 1809. Windows Insiders can use it now. The Microsoft Threat Intelligence Center blames the actor behind the SolarWinds attack for a recent email-based phishing attack. Now, luckily, the email attack is just a widespread phishing campaign and not a sophisticated supply chain attack that took the entire software industry by surprise. And that's it for what happened last week. I'm George Stalker, and Bill took a lot out of me, but I will see you next week. <laughs>